Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today called NG Ingwen. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolin. Hello, 大家好，欢迎回到我们西平方的节目 NG 英文。我是 Angela. First off, I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Welcome to 2020. Wow. Nonetheless, we have a great show for you today with co-founder and CEO of Shiping Fang, which is the mother company of this wonderful show, NG Ingwen, Charlie Tsung, known around the Taiwanese community as Zheng Zhili. 是的，没有错。那今天的新年特辑，新春第一弹，我们真的非常幸运的邀请到了西平方的创办人 Charlie 曾之力来到我们 NG 英文节目，跟大家分享当初他创立公司的故事，他的新书。But before we get to the interview with Charlie and I, Angela is going to help us break down some of the cultural differences Charlie spoke about, particularly about shagging the ball and an interesting sports phrase that confused him when he first moved to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take it away, Angela, on NG English. 好的，没问题 ，John。谢谢你的介绍。那没有错，今天嘞，我们要来跟大家介绍一般打球的时候常常会讲到的这个捡球，英文要怎么讲最到地哦。那现在就请大家赶快把 NG cheat sheet 这个 NG 英文专属的笔记小抄准备好，我们要开始喽。新年第一弹，大家好好专心听喽。那在待会的访谈中啊。Charlie 会讲到说，他之前在美国打排球的时候，有次听到教练讲说 “shag the balls”， 完全不懂是什么意思，是看到其他队员都跑去捡球了，才知道说哦 ，“shag s h a g shag the balls” 意思是要去把球捡回来的意思。那这其实最开始呢是棒球用语哦，是后来才逐渐延伸到其他运动，像是篮球啦、basketball、排球、volleyball。甚至是高尔夫球 （golf） 等等的运动上，那你说还有没有其他说法也可以用来表示捡球嘞？当然有喽，我们也可以说 “pick up the balls”。pick up the balls。pick up 在这边是捡起来，所以 “pick up the balls” 就是把球捡起来这样子。好，那或者呢，我们也可以用 “bring the balls back” 来表达 “bring the balls back”。bring back 是带回来。所以 bring the balls back 就是没错，就是把球带回来。好，那再来另外一个也同样可以用来说明这个动作的，还有 collect the balls。collect the balls。collect 它原本是收集的意思，但是呢，若用在这边就是指把球收回来、捡回来的意思。好，那我们来复习一下哦，总共三句，还记得是什么吗？第一句 pick up the balls。pick up the balls。第二句呢？是 bring the balls back， 或是 bring back the balls。那最后一个就是 collect the balls， collect the balls。哎，大家很棒哎，都有记起来。那希望刚才讲的这些呢，对你的英文学习之路有所帮助。如果有漏掉、没有听到或是写下来的，也不用担心啦，可以上我们的 YouTube 频道，随时要听几次就给他听几次。那如果大家都已经准备好了的话，我们就赶快进入今天的访谈内容，听听西平方大家长 Charlie 曾之力的分享吧。As always, thank you, Miss Angela Ma, for that wonderful NG Ingwen breakdown. So, everyone, like I said, today I am joined by a very special guest, the man behind Xi Pingfang, who is a friend, a brother, a mentor, and so much more. So everyone, please welcome my good friend, CEO and founder Charlie. My man, hey, 
What's right, up? We got a high five. Boom. Yeah. Well, first of all, Happy New Year to you. We are recording this a little early, but this will go out on January 1st, 2020. Mm, wow. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. The the roaring 20s we just entered. So you have been so busy and doing so many cool things with this company. The most impressive lately has been you have just finished writing your second book. 首先呢，虽然我们现在录制访谈节目的时间还是在二零一九年，但眼看呐、啊、就要过完了。在这集播出的时候呢，已经会是明年一月一号喽。所以啊，我们在这边要先预祝大家新年快乐 ，Happy New Year！ 恭喜各位呢，又进入新的一年，来到我们二零二零年 Twenty Twenty。那在这段访谈中啊，我们西平方的创办人 Charlie 曾之力呢，要跟各位分享到说，他虽然在去年十一月才刚出版他的第一本书，但短短十个月后，也就是在今年九月的时候嘞，又出版了他的第二本书，哎，连续出版两本书 ，Two Books in a Row， 真的很不简单，果然是我们的 CEO。那大家，我们赶快来听听西平方大家长 Charlie 曾直立的分享。Yeah, I believe during、uh, September I just actually finished my book, and this is my second book. The last one I launched was actually November last year, which is、uh, about ten months ago. So two books in a row. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit what is the difference between the first and the second book? 那在访谈一开始呢，我们听到 Charlie 说他在九月的时候出版了第二本书。那这两本书之间有什么不一样嘞？他们的差异在哪里啊 ？Charlie 说他的第一本书大多都是在讲他学英文的这个各种心路历程啊，讲他是怎么样跟他爸爸学英文的。那除了这部分以外呢，当然也少不了他当初成立西平方这间公司的初衷，跟他弟弟决定一起把爸爸的这个 legacy， 这个爸爸留下来的智慧，学英文的方法嘞传承下去。他说，第一本书啊，基本上就是在讲公司的故事 ，the story behind my company。那这本热腾腾的第二本书就比较实用，比较 practical 一点，就是说在认识了、学会了第一本书里面教的这些英文学习方法、这些 methodology 之后嘞，当然也要认真的去运用、去练习才有用嘛，对不对？所以他第二本书就是比较着重在 apply 在实际运用的这部分哦。把在第一本学到的方法运用到第二本里面的情境里面。Charlie 说，在第二本书里面呢，是专门以 business English 商务英文为主题来设计内容。所以啊，如果是常常会用到商业英文的听众朋友，不妨找个时间看看这本书，说不定呀、啊，对你的英文学习会有很大的帮助哦。So, uh, my first book was all about my story, my uh different experience learning English from my father and. Of course, the reason why I wanted to, you know, start up the business, English teaching stuff, together with my brother, you know, it's about carrying on my、uh, father's legacy. That's beautiful. So that's kind of the first book, though, is that right? Right. So my my first book was all about the story behind my、uh, company, and the second book is a little、uh, more practical in terms of after reading the first book, you have already learned all the mythology, you know how to learn English faster, more efficiently, but you gotta try it out yourself. So the second book is all about there's a topic. It's about business English. So、uh, we target those who are interested in、uh, business English. They utilize their English in the business world, and、uh, you at the same time practice, you know, our learning schedule. 
Yeah, so to kind of sum that up, you're saying the first book is more of the story of Charlie and the, the history of your family, and then the second book is how to kind of apply all of those tips and advice to certain topics as business. Like exactly. That's wonderful, yeah. So is there talks of a third book? 前面讲到Charlie他出的两本书后,现在呢,主持人John要来问问他,那有没有要出第三本书啊?Is there talks of a third book? Charlie说当然学英文不是只有某个特定的主题，像刚刚讲到的这个商务英文这样子单一一个主题而已，而是有很多个面向的，可以从很多角度去切入去学习。所以像他的第三本书就会朝另外一个方向发展，比较着重在
it's like a training camp. Mm -hmm. My dad had 30 days with me and my brother. Very, very intense English training. And then after that 30 days, our English level just jumped to, you know, uh, close to native speakers. And that time we didn't know how uh, how fluent we are, but not until I uh, really go study abroad when I was age of 23, I just realized that, wow, I saved so much time comparing to all my friends and, uh, you know, like other students studying abroad. I didn't have to go to, you know, the language schools. I can jump in there and then just blend into their society, their culture, and then uh, make new friends. That was actually literally like a mind-blowing result for me learning from uh, my father. So with that kind of experience, I talked to my fa uh, my father, my brother. We wanted to, you know, pay forward. I got it from my father. I want to uh, show all my friends, other people, how we can make it work for all English learners to, you know, achieve learning English efficiently or even in 30 days. As much as I love that story, what really speaks to me is when you actually went to the States, when you went to America, and you got to apply that even further. So you landed in California, is that correct?那这其实是他第一次去美国，然后他第一次真的有机会可以把学到的英文去实际运用到真实的这个说英文的社会里面。那乔里说他抵达第一天啊，才发现说，哇塞，那年三十天的密集训练真的改变我的一生。我是土生
And then uh, the first day, uh, of course, um, it wasn't that easy, you know, to just go up and then uh, join there again. But I uh, made it. And then uh, with my language skills, that first day I got to meet some, uh, actually some uh, basketball friends or like later on, like my college friends that day. Awesome, man. Well, could we transition then a little bit? Are you able to share some of the tips from your books and, and everything you've learned with the company about language learning? 接下来我们要来请西平帮大家长 像Charlie自己到现在每天也都还是在学很多新单字 因为他每次都只跟那些讲中文的朋友出去玩而已，根本就没有在为自己创造那个学英文的环境啊，所以他们也都很难会进步。那查理等一下呢，也会举一个他自己的亲身例子。他说之前有一次在素食餐厅，他
repeat after then, like just order whatever I want to order by repeating after then. And I learned a lot actually, the such as a uh, jalapeno or uh, the other ingredients I didn't know the name. So when I was in Taiwan, uh, order usually order, you know, they have like two different sizes, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a half one and then the full size one. But then <laughs> there, I don't know how to order that big one until I see somebody in front of me ordering. Like I'm gonna get get it foot long. Yeah. So when I hear that foot long, I just realize that oh, there's a six inch, and then there's a foot long. Uh, they don't just go twelve inches. That's they right. go foot long to 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 describe that sandwich size. Yeah, man. Well, that was a very methodical approach. So essentially, you're saying you listen to everyone around you, kind of your surroundings. You took in that new information that you didn't know, and yeah. then you applied it yourself. Exactly. That is, a, it's a very systematic and extremely efficient way. And you maybe even learned the song Five Dollar Foot. Long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what?、Uh, that kind of learning is actually the correct way of learning a language because you actually learn from the environment.、Mm-hmm. And why we created our online English learning system, the Gong Qi Bu Bei. It's exactly something. Where we offer the whole English-speaking environment、uh, via this uh, video uh, lectures. Yeah, and that's the platform that you have created today. So full circle right there for for your life. Interestingly enough, you're talking about the the five dollar foot long at Subway, which is kind of a cultural difference question, which is something I ask kind of every day on this show. But do you remember any other cultural differences that you experienced when you were in California? 那在这段访谈中呢？我们要来问问 Charlie， 他有没有遇过什么语言文化上的差异呢？他说，在台湾的时候啊，常也会打排球。那大家也知道，球打出去势必要给它捡回来啊，对不对？那这个捡球这个捡的动作嘞，一般我们英文就常会直接讲说，可能 pick up the balls 或是 bring the balls back。但 Charlie 后来在美国打排球啊，要捡球的时候嘞，都没有听到教练讲这些字，而是用 shake 这个字说 shake the balls。让他一时没有会意过来，想说哈，什么东西听不懂。后来看其他队员在捡球，才明白说哦，教练是在叫我们捡球啦。那我们现在就赶快来听听查理这段有趣的回忆分享。When I was in Taiwan, I do volleyball varsity too. I practice a lot. When we hit the balls, usually we have to go get the balls back, right? In the states, when we play volleyball, when we practice, it's the same thing. So like one time, my coach just tell everybody like. Oh, go shake the ball. When I heard that <laughs> shake the ball, I was like, "What?、Uh, what am I supposed to do?" But I look around. Everybody was like running, like really quickly to go get the ball back. I was like, "Oh, so we're getting the ball back." So I just、uh, slowly go get the ball back. But then I just realized that the last one coming back, you gotta do push-ups. You gotta be punished. <laughs> so that was actually something very、uh, some like my learning. Experience learning shaking the ball, like how I learned that expression I didn't know before. In Taiwan, they might just say, "Hey, go pick up the balls or bring the balls back," but、yeah. in America, they're saying shag the balls. Yeah,、and、that's right, and that's such a huge sports term, shagging the balls. Yeah, from from baseball, I think it, and then it's expanded into many sports. Yeah. So yeah, really, really nice story there. That just reminded me of all my sports days. <laughs> Awesome man. Well, I love all these stories, and unfortunately, I wish we had more time on this show. But we are coming to our last question here on NG Ingwen, and that is: if you could go back to when you were a younger Charlie, could you share any advice that you know now about language learning? 
那访谈最后，我们一样要来问问 Charlie， 如果可以回到过去跟小时候的自己说说话，他会有什么建议想要给小 Charlie 嘞？他说，因为他本身就蛮会打球的哈，所以在美国的时候，当地人都会想要来跟他打，以球会有这样子。那这样子优势，这个 strength， 让他打球同时也可以交到朋友和练习英文。Charlie 说啊，要找到自己的强项，朝那个方向发展 ，play to those strengths。久而久之呢，就会有越来越多人知道。那这样子有同样兴趣的人，就也会想要来跟你做朋友。Sure, you know, for myself, taking myself as an example, I'm really good at volleyball, basketball kinds of sports. So, um, when I go there and then play, you know, sports with my uh like local people, local friends, it's really easy to to get new friends, to get to know them because they come to me, they want to play with me. So my advice to、uh, to people who are learning、uh, this language is that you find your、uh, advantage, you find your strength, and then use that. You go out and then find people with the same interest, and then you、uh, talk to them about your、uh, strength, or you even just show them they want to be your friends.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's actually wonderful advice. So. Find your strengths and and play to those strengths. We say, and oftentimes people are going to be want to be around you if you're good at certain things. So,、yep. yeah, knowing yourself like that, it, it will give you a lot more chances to make friends that are going to want to hang out with you for that. Yeah, exactly. Great advice, Charlie. Well, my man, Happy New Year to you, and I wish us together a wonderful year of success and growth. And it's been a pleasure, my man. Thank you again for joining us today on NG England, and Happy New Year to you! And I will see you in 2020. Yeah, thank you, John, thank for you, having、brother. me. Of course, of course. Thank you for letting me do the show. <laughs> All right, talk to you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. All righty, that is our NG England show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook. You can search NG England, or you can search NG English I C R T. And make sure to tune in each week, Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. 好，那我们今天七平方的节目 NG 英文就到这边告一段落啦。感谢大家的收听，别忘了到 IG 搜寻我们的粉丝专业 NG 底线 English 在底线 I C R T。那大家也要记得每周三早上六点半到七点，或是晚上九点到九点半，把广播调到 I C R T 频道。FM 一百准时收听我们节目哦。那也欢迎大家上网搜寻西平方的攻其不备课程，或者是呢到我们西平方的官网多读读一些有关 NG 英文的专栏文章，看看在 NG 英文里面的专栏有没有哪些是大家可以吸收学起来的一些小 p a p e 哦。我们下次见了，拜拜。